we ask that you speak to us even as we look into your word we ask that your word will be engrafted in our hearts in our thoughts and lord may it bear much fruit in our lives holy spirit we welcome you have your way in this place this evening in jesus name amen as we continue to believe the lord and believe in his prophet and believe that whatever the lord has spoken will come to pass amen let's read our amazing passage yeah how many just feel that second chronicles 2020 has to be in your front pocket your back pocket yes in your wallet in your purse Depending on where you keep your most precious things in your socks. You know, in when I was a child, a lot of my female aunties and uncles, and they used to put it somewhere around, you know, the breast area. <laughs> and then when you ask them for money, now that I even think about it, I think it's very, very unhygienic and very, very, because money is not clean enough. Do you understand? To touch your skin for hours and hours. And uh, yeah, they'll roll it, fold it, and put it there. If you're a thief, bring your hand all the way there and see if your hand will go back. If your hand will, will, will survive. Yeah, and I think the men put it in their socks. Yeah, so all their money was always safe. You have to cut a part of their body to take the money from them. You know, amen. So we too, we are going to put the word of God, the promises of God, the declarations of God inside our bodies. Amen. Second Chronicles 2020, the Bible says in Amplified, so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tequa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And um, as we started last week, we are believing that the guidance and the leadership and the shepherding and the pastoral care that we are under, we have no choice but to prosper in all areas. Amen. Yes, if it doesn't happen to you, then it is because you did not believe, you did not receive, you did not want it, because the essence of having a shepherd, having a covering that you believe, trust, have faith in, allow yourself to be nurtured, is that your potential will be harnessed, amen, and it will cause you to prosper both in the house of God and outside of it. Amen. The last scripture we read, you know, as I was just going over, you know, some of the things we're going to talk about today, and then I just saw that the last verse we read last Wednesday ties in with the last verse we read last Sunday. And I realized that the Lord was saying something to us. And I pray that those two verses, some of you are saying that, Pastor, we don't remember. So I'm going to tell you again because I know you don't remember. I know you didn't even write it to your notes, so I am, I will, I will, oh, I will tell you. I will tell you in English, I will tell you in French, I will tell you in a number of languages, 
that will ensure that you will understand. And um, I'm going to read them. Those two verses, I think we have to stick to them in the Message Bible. Because the Amplified Bible said in Proverbs 28, 19, as we left here on Wednesday saying that you will be, your land will be cultivated to produce a lot. Proverbs 28, 19, we read the Amplified Bible. We said, he who cultivates his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless people and pursues will have poverty enough. Somebody say mercy. So I thought that we'll read Proverbs 28:19 in the Amplified Bible so that you can keep it in your bosom. Amen. It said that the work your garden and you will end up with plenty of food. Play and party, and you will end up with an empty plate. <laughs> yeah. Ask your neighbor, is your plate finishing, emptying out? Yeah. Or are you feeling it? Yeah. And then I don't know if you remember Proverbs 13, 20. We left on Sunday with it. It says that what? Become wise by walking with wise with the wise, hang out with fools, and watch your life fall to pieces. Amen. How many of you know that a lot of the time, when you see yourself in a group of people who only think about playing and partying, you're in the midst of fools? Yeah. This week, oh, oh yeah, um, Reverend, uh, yesterday, you know, I heard him scream. So I was like, what? Because Reverend screamed, all of them have different meanings. Jonathan, and I wasn't sure what this one meant. And then when I, I went, a friend, I haven't seen this person in maybe about 25 years, you know. My, a very good friend's younger brother had just died of um, lung cancer, you know. And I sent my sister a text to ask her that, does she know? And she said, yeah, the smoking took him straight to his grave. And um, a few years ago, his elder brother, who's our friend, also walked straight to the grave with, you know. And so as the uh, conversation got up, then I began to wonder where the rest of the, okay, the, when someone is dead, you can't say a fool, isn't it? But just for the discussion we are having this evening. <laughs> where are the rest of the fools? <laughs> that's, that's just what I want to say that, you know, that group of uh, party players, you, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, all of them, their plates is being emptied out one by one. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was trying to update because, well, unfortunately, both brothers went to the same school as Reverend, so obviously they are also able to produce other kinds of products because both of these brothers, they, they went to Reverend School. But I, <laughs> I was, as we're discussing, I was trying to let Reverend know that for me, I lost contact with them many, many years ago. But the last environment I saw them in, you know, they were like serious crooks in England. Criminals. Serious, I mean, very professional criminals. And what I couldn't understand is how do such rich kids who don't need a penny still find themselves being criminals? Do you understand? So when the scripture says that if you keep playing and partying, your plate will get empty. It's a message. 
use that scripture for those who have young children and friends that are trying to mentor. This is a scripture to help them. Do, do, do you understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. Send them that this full plate you have, the way you are going, by the time you are in five years' time, it will be an empty plate. Do, 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 do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And one of the days you, not one, a number of them ended up in jail. Yeah, and a number of them ended up in jail. In fact, I'm sure I've told you people this story before. For one of the reasons why I suddenly never had contact with them, because most of these people were also my brother's very, very good friend. And that, my particular brother, passed away. But these people still, they became like elder brothers to us. Do you, do you get it? So we couldn't really appreciate their level of criminality <laughs> till some of us got almost close to being unwilling accomplice, you know. And anytime I think about that particular <laughs> uh, encounter, you know, and every time I meet that particular person and he's trying to do you know, my baby sister thing, I'm like, brother, don't even try it. Do you understand? <laughs> the last time I followed you on a younger sister trip, it wasn't easy for me. You know, the, the popo was about to take me to a place that I would not. You know? Yeah. But do you know that I, I, I just feel sad that for even some of us who are watching online or sitting in this room, we even know these scriptures now. Do you understand? We are laughing about them. But we can still easily find ourselves not prospering, not fulfilling potential. Because instead of hanging out with the wise, instead of following wisdom, we follow fools. Yeah, let's not use another word for it. Do you understand? Yeah, no. Go ahead and use another word for it. You won't appreciate what you are following. You, you won't appreciate that actually this is a group of people. I shouldn't. You see, because... At a certain age, for us, they were the coolest people in the land. They were the cool of the cool. Do you understand? If, I mean, I can remember sitting in a car that did not have any brakes. <laughs> and we drove for... And that was cool. We drove for two hours. And it was just so funny because they couldn't brake. So when we get to a roundabout, they just have to go round and round and round about to it. Yes. <laughs> it's by grace that we are still alive. <laughs> And, and well, you know, and most of our, almost, and the car already was, instead of sitting five, was probably sitting nine. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> this was a journey, this was supposed to be a journey from extra tuition home, which lasted for hours because there's no point going home with, when you're enjoying such a ride. Yeah, I mean, I'm even thinking of it now. Most, almost everybody in the car wanted to be dropped last so that we can all enjoy the recycle. <laughs> if you hang out with fools, your life will fall into pieces. Your potential will never be realized. Everything inside of... Listen, these people were not dense people. They were clever people with great opportunities, with every option available. Most of them were brought to England to avoid supposedly not going, getting the best of schools. So come and then get the best of schools. Some of them were put into private schools in England, of which they spent all their money. 
I mean, now that I think about it, I'm not even sure which part of the process was cool. Every one of them is an empty place. Thank you, Reverend. Every single one of them who stayed in the, within that community of fools has an empty plate. And everyone who jumped out. So among all these people, you have siblings. And some of the siblings jumped out. And then you can see. And then the ones who stayed, you can see. Same household. Same household. Same, you know. But you can see one brother. You can see one brother jumping out. And one brother conducting the choir. Yeah. I was just telling Reverend that when I went to university and I was in second year, a lady came into, and she was doing the same course as me, and one day she just saw me on the stairs and she was like, hi, my name is this, and I was like, because it was like I was supposed to know her. Then she was like, oh, my brother is, then she mentioned her brother's name, then I panicked. I said, it can't be your brother, can it be your brother? Can it be your brother? I said, I know, anytime I tell people that that's my brother, they don't believe. I said, yeah, I don't believe. And she was like, oh, so she was trying to remind me where I would have met her. I was like, wow. And their father was a reverend minister, a Methodist reverend minister. Yeah. By the time, by the time he was finishing A-levels, he had attempted to stab the assistant headmaster principal twice. I don't know why I'm telling you this story, but I feel like it's helping somebody. I feel like it's helping somebody. Because some of you are still hanging on to friends that will not help. I can give you all the points I have to give to you. It won't help you till you drop certain relationships. Yes. We can declare the scripture over you and over you and over you and over you. It won't help you. Yeah. When Reverend called, screamed, and told me that, oh, this guy has passed away. And then I just started remembering, you know, and I remembered one day his their elder sister through a huge party. It's like the whole city was in the house there. All the floors. And they had all these rich men who were um, chemical dealers. <laughs> you know? And then I remember at some point in the day, their sister came to her younger brothers and said, listen, somebody has just stolen one of her people's Rolex watch. She's not going to have that. And then her brothers and they, they were like, calm down, calm down. Just describe it to her. Don't worry. We have a good um, investigator. Yeah. So the little boy who is, whose father is a reverend minister, they just called him. And they said, it's not you, but we just need your help. Can you find this? Say, but why are you asking me to find if somebody's watch is, if, if somebody's watch is missing, why are you asking me as if I... He said, no, 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 it's not you, but we just need your help to find it. Then he was like, ah, oh, okay, describe it for me. <laughs> yeah, but then he was like, I mean, you want me to go and find this? And they were like, if you find it, you, you will get something. Then he said, what will I get? <laughs> then he said, okay, I'll, I'll go and look around and see what I can bring back. <laughs> then he came back and said, is it this? Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you know, you know, we used to have, we are having a good family conversation this, um, um, are you learning something? Oh, this is biblical. I don't know what verse is. I will tell you very soon. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, one day, a friend of ours' dad built a nice uh, video. What do you, the rental, video rental. You know, those times we used to have, they, yeah, so it was like the blockbuster. It was like the first one in the city. I mean, and they had put, you know, like alarm, CCTV, all the things to make sure that this is, you know, and then the decision was taken that to make sure that this thing works and nobody can come and steal here. Let's get this young Reverend Minister son to come and test it. Because if he can't steal and break through, then nobody can break through. So, so they called him. You see, what they didn't realize is that his level of cleverness went beyond them. So they called him that he should come and test this thing and make sure. And they sort of don't know that all their trigger things are on point. So he came, walked around the whole thing. Came there's, there's, then at a point he did whatever he had to do. The thing be, they were like, Yes, this thing is going to be fantastic. <laughs> so they did so they did the opening ceremony about a week later, launched it. Amazing. Oh, the young man came into the shop, <laughs> emptied the <their> shop. <laughs> He, we saw him with some video, this thing, and they were like, ah, where did you get this? And they had the labels of the, you know, ah, how are you going to take that? I was about to mention it. How are you? He said, oh, but do they think he's a fool that he'll come there and then make the thing uh, uh, not work so that then they'll be alert? You are not serious. <laughs> so he intentionally made the trigger so that they'll calm down and their mind will not be on him. He emptied the shop. The show didn't last six months. Every video was gone. <laughs> Every video was gone. I mean, he was so amazing. One day my sister had a, a cassette that she lost. He was not in any environment that that cassette was lost. But we just went to him and said that this cassette is her favorite, has all her favorite songs, and it's lost. Again, he was very irritated. You girls, you can't, what do you mean by, where am I going to find cassette? What cassette, what does it look like? How do, she said, oh, she's begging, she's desperate, she's depressed. She said, oh, he doesn't like to see his sister is depressed. <laughs> Within two days, he came to her high school. It's like, just get your cassette and stop crying. <laughs> I don't know. Lately, I've been hearing that he's a preacher, so... I haven't, I don't, haven't confirmed it yet, but if I do confirm it, I will bring him into this house. <laughs> I believe that his testimony, his testimony can raise the dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, as his, as his fame, as his fame went abroad, then the senior, senior chemical dealers began to look for him because they realized that this is the one guy who can get to any airport and nobody will look at him twice. I tell you, the first time they took him, sent him to America, wherever it is, he came back, gave their money to them. They were like, this guy is awesome. The second time they gave him more, he went and they never saw him. <laughs> Listen, today we are going to look at good potential and bad potential. We will look at it for 20 minutes and we will go. Can you imagine that this young man, the potential he had, if it had been nurtured and directed in the right way? 
He had a baby face with a very innocent attitude. I remember even somebody's 21st birthday party, and he was not invited. He was warned. The parents of the person said, I don't want this boy in the house. And that house had high walls with the spikes. I mean, you can't penetrate. At some point of the 21st birthday party, I can't remember where it is, whether it was in the library or the study. He was there. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to look at a couple of good examples of um, good potential, and then we are going to look at examples of bad potential. Because you have to be careful what you harness or what you allow to be nurtured. What you allow to be nurtured. Genesis 30, Genesis 10. The Bible gives us an example of a good potential that was developed. Genesis 10, the Bible says in verse 32, this is the family tree of the sons of Noah. As they developed, I'm reading the Message Bible, as they developed into nations from them, nations developed all across the earth after the flood. So when the man of God, Noah, received instructions and when those who received him and allowed themselves to be brought up, to be nurtured, to be protected, obeyed whatever instructions had been given, they became a city. I see CICC becoming a city. I see CICC becoming a city, developing into a city. If we will only trust and believe and obey what God has visioned for us to become. You know, Reverend Toe spoke about Noah the other time. It was like, can you imagine all those who were also there ridiculing? And do you know that the players and the parties, they are noisier and louder. Do you know that? Yeah, than the hardworking people or those who are determined to, you know, get their potential enhanced. The ones who are actually not going to do much are noisier and louder. And in fact, they exert more pressure. Yeah. But if we want to become also a city, listen, the strength of a city cannot be compared to that of an individual, to that of even a village. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. There are are religions in, even in the United Kingdom that are becoming more and more of a city than Christians. Yeah. Before COVID, there were days in the year when the city center is closed because it's the day of lights or whatever they call it. And the, and the Hindus will block all the streets. And the police will come and protect them. And the council will set barriers and do everything they need. Because they haven't deviated from that which was given to them. Second hmm. Samuel 5. May we become a city. 
May we become a city. May you become a city. Yes. So there is a city inside of CICC. There is a city inside of us. Second Samuel. I'll read chapter 5 from 7 to 10. Let's read the NLT. But David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the city of David. On the day of the attack, David said to his troops, I hate those lame and blind Jebusites. Whoever attacks them should strike by going into the city through the water tunnel. That is the origin of the saying, the blind and the lame may not enter the house. Verse 9. So David made the fortress his home and he called it the city of David. He extended the city starting at the supporting terraces and working inward. And David became more and more powerful. Why? Because the Lord God was with him. Amen. Yes. When he gave the instructions and he told them to attack and to attack in this way and not to do it in this way, when they succeeded, the, the strength of the king became such that he was able to call his dwelling place a city. And not only did they have a city, but because the Lord was with them, they became more and more powerful. Which means that believing in God, believing in his servant, is not a one-off and it's not a season. It is an continuous, it's an ongoing thing. It is something you do from the time you give your life to Christ till the time you die. Because that link is what fuels your ability to become better and better, to become stronger and stronger, to shine brighter and brighter. If you are somebody who is prayerful, you realize that when your prayer life goes down, your spiritual strength also goes down. When you are not a prayerful person, this point will, not, will be meaningless to you. But I'm going to assume that we are all trying to become more prayerful so that we can also experience this and say, ah, Reverend, what you are saying is true. And that is what makes me know and declare to us that CICC is a city because the Lord is with us. His grace is upon us. And we believe in everything that he has said. And we also believe in the prophet that he has given to us. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, even in a home, a home that has faith and belief in the head and the covering they have, they do well. They do well. Even in a home. Yes. Even in the home, you see that the home is stronger. The home gets better and better. They are able to achieve a lot more. The children grow up to be better. The children have greater opportunity. You will see that where there is contention or disdain or disrespect or where they look down, you, you say you are, you are the head. Look at you. Look at, you, you see, 
you think you are despising somebody, but you are bringing the whole house down. And that is what happens to churches. Yeah, because any church where all we do is to bicker and mourn and have issue and everything, and the pastor this, and the this, this, and my shepherd this, and this leader this, and this chapel leader this, there is no way you can become a city. It's a trap. It's always a trap. But you will see that where there is belief, where there is trust, do you understand? Where there is respect. Yeah. Listen, this particular death of this, I was even say young man, he's not a young man, (laughs) of this old man, (laughs) made me realize that for, especially for my sister and I, we had a certain reverence and also for my mother, that meant that any, everything had very defined boundaries. Because anything that will upset her was a no-go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So where you have a home, where those you are supposed to look up to, you look up to, you will do well. Where you have a church, where those you have to look up to, you do well. Any church that is not doing well is because those who are supposed to be leading are not believed, are not trusted, are despised. In fact, sometimes they are looked down upon. Hey, this message could have been better. <laughs> there could have been more scriptures inside. If only pastor would allow, you know, those who are actually called to preach it will help. <laughs> May we realize the potential that is in this house. Yes. I think we should look at also two bad examples before our time will be up because so we know what not to be. Amen. Yeah, we know what not to be. We have to value the fact that the Lord is with us. We have to value it. We have to value the fact that We stick to the word of God. We live within the parameters of the word of God. No matter what new age or anything brings to us. Hmm. Isaiah 5. Bad example. Isaiah 5. We see the potential of hell. Verse 14 and 15. The Amplified says that therefore hell, the unseen state, the realm of the dead, has enlarged its appetite and opened its mouth without measure. (laughs) Great potential. And Jerusalem's nobility and her multitude and her pomp and her tumult and the drunken reveler who exalts in her descend into it. And the common man is bowed down, and the great man is brought low, and the eyes of the haughty are humbled. Amen. Yeah. We, we don't have to help hell realize all her potential. Yeah. Because the less people hell can absorb, then we are shrinking her appetite. 
He says that he has opened the mouth without measure. You see, sometimes we are looking at these things and we can't realize that society is enhancing the potential of hell. Yeah. The, 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 the good of, you know, all the technology and everything that we have had is also the bad of driving more and more people and helping hell to expand and to enlarge. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. I always say this, that listen, the propensity to sin in this generation is much, much, much. Look at these people that I've just spoken about. Can you imagine if the things that are available now were available then? We didn't have mobile phones then. We didn't have tech, uh, web, WW, we didn't have any. We didn't have any social media. I mean, they didn't have any, and they had the capacity between cities and countries. They used to go to Germany, hide the nicest cars, you know, German-made cars, Mercedes, whatever. They'll hide for the day and drive it straight to England and put it on a ship to Africa to go and sell. I mean, even how do 21 and 22-year-olds even have that mindset and there was no there was how do you even find where to find uh, you know like how you can google car renter there was nothing like that there was no google and still they managed to walk the streets of germany and find places to get the cars so the the the, the new age and the new season has helped this scripture be more and more fulfilled because the appetite and the ability to expand without measure is not a good example of great potential. <laughs> we want the kingdom of God to expand, not the kingdom of, you know, Satan and his team. But the world we are in is doing that, which means you and I have to rise up to help reduce it or expand the other way much more. But we are just watching it slide. In fact, sometimes we ourselves, we find ourselves going into that hole. Let me give you another bad example of two kings. But I'll give you, we'll read one king. When you go, you can read the other king. First king 16. Never called your child Omri. Don't call your child. It's not a good name. First king 16. I'll read from verse 21 to 25. Do you know that there are some names that, I mean, like now, nobody will call their child Hitler. Yeah. I'm even beginning to think that if generation is going to come, nobody would like to call their child Vladimir. First Kings 16, I'll read the message Bible. It says that verse 21 to 25. After that the people of Israel were split right down the middle, half favored Tibni, son of Genath, as king, and half wanted Omri. Eventually, eventually, the Omri side proved stronger than the Tibni side. Tibni ended up dead, and Omri came. 
Omri took over as king of Israel in the 31st year of the reign of Azar, king of Judah. He ruled for 12 years, the first six in Tezah. He then brought the hill Samaria from Shema for 150 pounds of silver. He developed the hill and named the city. Remember, it's still cities that are being named, isn't it? He named the city that he built Samaria after its original owner, Shema. Verse 25 is what we are looking for. But as far as God was concerned, Omri lived an evil life. Set new records in evil. <laughs> when people are breaking records for 100 meters, 200 meters, 400 meters, breaking records of showing kindness, you know, um, donated the most, helped the most, saved the most, they too, they are breaking records of evil. In your community and your world, are you recognized as one of the evil record setters and paces? That was an, a potential he was also carrying. Yeah, he had the ability to build cities, buy cities, you know. He was rising. He was stronger than the other king, and he took over. Yeah. It's also a, a, a gift, isn't it? It's also a capacity, isn't it? It's also a strength, isn't it? It's, you have to be, have a certain ability to be winning cities, to be able to take cities. Yeah, you can't be a weakling. But is it in the right direction or is it in the wrong direction? Yeah. You know, sometimes even when you hear certain expressions, it's like, hey, this person, they are not a joke. You have to wait and hear the rest. Because you don't know in which direction they are talking about. Recently, I was watching, listening to the news, and um, I thought he had even retired and was in some village somewhere on the outskirts of America. Mike Tyson apparently was sitting in a plane and somebody, I don't know, decided to joke with him. <laughs> the person was sitting behind him in the plane, and I think, the, <laughs> I think the person was drunk, you know. So just kept irritating him, irritating Mike Tyson. The person's face already tells you that he's a fighter. <laughs> he has stripes on his face to tell you that my face is battered and broken. Yes. And this guy was just, you know, taunting him. There's, you know, there's pinch. And then I think he hit him with something. And Mike Tyson just turned. He set new records of plane fights. <laughs> Nobody has been beaten to that extent in a plane during a flight, <laughs> and they couldn't land. <laughs> they have to finish the battle. <laughs> Even if you want to do emergency landing, you can't land in water. You have to find land. <laughs> so until you sort yourselves out, the battle continues. And the thing was that this was a fight where people took sides. It's like, yeah, you should beat him, you should beat him. That guy was really irritating. <laughs> already, people already have COVID fatigue. And they're already irritated with this whole mask and things. So this was great entertainment. 
if it was another country that I know, you'd have been had people there cheering. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> May we set better. When you continue to read it, then it says that Ahab did even more than Omri. So we are not even going to greet because I think Omri has given us a good. This we are not even going. We don't need further this thing because uh, if if he did worse. And they are saying that Omri set new records in evil. And then Ahab did worse. Yeah. Begin to think about your life and the areas of your life and what you are enhancing. And what you are expanding on. And what you are developing on. What you are polishing on. There are people that when they were about 10 or 11, they could insult. By the time they got to 18... They could literally make songs out of insults. That's also a development. So it was a gift that was there. <laughs> you see, you are, you, are, you are beginning, I want you to begin to realize that most things in our hands have potential. Most things in our hands have potential. Yes. This voice of mine, I didn't know it had potential. Yes. It used to try and, you know, Create a bit of chaos in class. It, was, it, it could have gone in that direction and become a politician. But God saved it. <laughs> and used it. I grew up always knowing that if I'm thinking about something, I must say it. There was no filter. Yeah. You know, by the time somebody's processing, and say, oh, this is a bit rude. This is not appropriate. I didn't have that filter. It came out. And then when I see the horror on other people's faces, I say, hmm, that should not have been said. I'm saying that to you to begin to think, what area of my life must I reign in? And what area of my life must I enhance? That is why sometimes you are so unhappy. I think we can touch on this before we go. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 12. If not, we'll look at it. Yeah. The next thing I wanted us to look at, the fact that there are good potential, bad potential, I also want us to understand that we all have different potential. We all, all of us, and everybody has potential. I think I have to say that again. Everybody has potential. In the house of God, everybody has potential. In this world that the Lord has brought you in, you have potential. We're going to read the scripture, and then we will go home, and then you will meditate on it. And next Wednesday, we will dissect it line by line, and we'll be really, really, really happy. Because I want us, this year, that we will... Begin to walk on a journey to say that this area of life is going to get better. This area of my service of God is going to get better. I'm going to see that I have grown in this area. I have prospered. See, when we think about prosperity, don't just think about money. Your health has to prosper. Your spiritual life has to prosper. Your service of God has to prosper. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your love has to prosper. Your relationships have to prosper. 1 Corinthians 12, the Bible says, we read from verse 4 to 11, NLT, and then we'll go home. 
There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, verse 4. But the same spirit is the source of them all. Our potential is given to us from the Lord. Do you know that? Yeah. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. Whatever God is going to use your potential for, it is still to his glory. It is still to glorify him. Verse 6, God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. He may work in different ways, but it is the same God. And that is why it is good to have a shepherd, to have a prophet, to have a pastor who will be able to guide you. You see, a lot of the time, when we discover that we have a gift, we think that that is the destination. No, that is the potential that has been found. Hmm. Verse 7, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. You see, one of the benefits of our faith and Christianity is that in the house of God and in the community of Christians, God trains us, brings... You see, a lot of people who have prospered in the secular world, actually their potential was discovered in the house of God. Yeah. Recently we were talking about um, Whitney Houston. Yeah. She was singing Calvary Praise International. She was singing. She was in the same singing uh, community, gospel singing with uh, C.C. Winans. But the gift was taken in a different direction. Even this woman who is almost always naked, Beyonce, she's almost always naked, isn't she? She doesn't wear her whole lot. Why are you laughing? Yeah. She, <laughs> she has filter. Okay, she, she doesn't cover. <laughs> she was in the choir. She was in the choir when she was discovered by a secular uh, whatever. And they told her that this place not much money. This place much, much money. Yeah. Hmm. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles. And another, the ability to prophesy. See, these abilities, their abilities, it doesn't mean that they have manifested. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. Verse 11, it is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts, 
and he alone decides which gift each person should have. Amen. Yeah. I want to leave us this evening to tell us that, listen, there is no potential in you that God has placed there that cannot find expression in his house. Yeah. Ignite 3.0, didn't he teach us that? Did you see Sonia hosting? I started thinking, I said she'll be hosting International Day, she'll be hosting. Uh, Pastor, what are some of the MC uh, occasions that you need? Sorry? Amplified. Oh, so you can check the dates and put them in your calendar. And you and your co-host. Who, um, um, Pastor Kian, what's, uh, what's uh, Sonia's co-host? Osas. Yeah. Osas, happy birthday. We miss you. We love you. And anytime we are sad, we just watch the video again and we are good to go. The Lord bless you and enhance the gift to bring us more joy in the body of Christ and in the house of God. All of you say happy birthday to Osas. Yeah. It's a gift. It's a gift. Then Joel came there. We all thought he was an AI specialist. Then he came to tell us that he too is a rapper. And they, they <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, I just was so surprised that CICC has such great talent. The Elliot came to calm all of us down. <laughs> It was too powerful. In fact, when I walked in there, then there were the people who were dancing it. Hey. There is no gift or grace or ability or potential that God has placed in you that cannot find expression in his house. On Sundays, when I see Sandra and Martina patiently parceling food and giving it to all these who are coming, it's a grace. Some of them will come late. Some of them will come and say, I don't want this, I want this, isn't it? I don't know, I take this out. I does it. And then get there. It's a grace. Every grace can find expression in the house of God. Every potential. Yeah. Ruben, what's your friend's name again? My, uh, um, my uh, what do you call it? Chess. Max. Max. Yeah, Max. Yeah. Max is an amazing chess player. It's just because he hasn't played with me yet. When he plays with me, then, yeah. Do you think that we cannot have a chess tournament and people who like chess but don't like God will come and play chess and find God? I said there is no ability you have that cannot find expression in the house of God. Rise up to your feet. How many of you can play chess? Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, Pastor William, your son... Has capacity for chess. Yeah. Okay. I will play with you. Yeah. You see, when I was young, I thought my father was punishing us because it was compulsory. I grew up to realize that actually he was trying to open our brain to think like in the army. 